This is a Rooster Teeth production. Wishes to all you Balhanets, teleport your way into the Stinky Dragon, knock back our latest nightcap, vanish into thin lair. It's a mixture of aberrant absinthe, a glass of French champagne, stirred with your latest victim on ice. One taste of this tipsy tipple is enough to tickle every tentacle on your torso. Previously, our adventurers skedaddled out of an amnesia-infested croakmire with the help of their terror shell friend, Torathor. They bound their way up the Bramble Castle to the highest spire in the tallest tower. There, Kyborg was nearly kebobbed by an enormous ice knife. The party proffered persuasive performances of beasts. Say that five times fast. Finally, they were captured by Shaman Seuss along with Mud's family, where she convinced Mud to touch the Briar Orb. Good news is that Mud has regained many misplaced memories. Bad news is he never had a brother. Pluck yourself a potation, let's proceed with this pungent pot boiler. Mud, the brambles around your arm loosen enough for you to reach out. Your fingertips touch the brown crystal orb and your surroundings wash over you like raindrops and then refocus on the chiming of bells. You feel a surge of energy lash out at your mind and one by one memories flood into your mind swimming in Crokemire Lagoon, singing on stage in Morbane, holding hands with your mother and father along the docks of the Babayu. Your surroundings swirl once again and refocus back to the present, entangled in brambles staring at Seuss. Her eyes look up at the brown orb now swirling with light. She turns back to you and squints. Ah, right. I took the rocks away from you. Looks like you finally got your memories back. I wanted you to forget this place. I didn't want you to get in the way, but then I found out later I needed three things to free my master from this briar orb. The diagem, the scroll, and you, the heir of the crown. <laughs> if it's any consolation, Clay was never going to die. She waves her staff and Clay is suddenly hovering over the pit. In fact, you never had a brother. She waves her staff again and Clay fades from existence. Ka-chink! The chains from the brown orb fall to the ground and the orb floats in the air swirling with light that gets brighter and brighter. The orb shatters and a cloudy portal opens up at the far end of the room. Black. Out from the portal drops an enormous mound of yellow ooze and you see rotting corpses and decomposing skeletons buried beneath the layers of foul-smelling slime. The front of the ooze ripples and churns, forming a pair of eyes made from decaying skulls and gloopy mouth dribbling with mucus. One hundred years A century with nothing but scraps to feed on. But I see you've brought guests. Well done, Zeus bows low to the ground. Thank you, Master. Is now the time for me? Patience, Duper. Patience. Your reward will come. The Mountain of Ooze turns its gaze to you all. But first, it's time for some lunch to savor this mouth-watering moment. 
breathing. Zeus waves her staff and your brambled bindings shrivel up and release you. So many minds on the menu this evening. Which memories to munch on first? Oh, I know. I'll have one of everything. Slime spews from Sledge's mouth all across the room. The yellow slime coagulates into several amnesia, closing in on your position. Snot rockets, move! No. <laughs> uh, everyone roll initiative. Oh my gosh. Alright. I'm re-rolling that. It was a one. <laughs> We're getting right into it. Seventeen. Five. Twelve. Seventeen. Oh, that would be you then. Yep. More dexterous friend of mine. <laughs> How's Snot Rocket looking? That's all that's I don't care his name is Sledge. He's called he's naming him Snot. <laughs> that's not his name. Uh, nice. He's looking very beefy. Hmm. And very hungry. And very, is he going first in initiative? Or? <laughs> uh, believe it or not, I have to look at some dexterity to figure that out. Oh. Mm. Sludge rolled the same thing as both of you. Really? Yeah. But he's sludge, so he has bad dexterity, so I get to go first. I had to look it up to see. We're going to find out, aren't we? He might be even more dexterous if he's slime. Impossible. <laughs> he's made of vomit. You. He is all center of gravity. Oh, actually, I take it back. I looked at Sludge's roll incorrectly. That was my bad. He was not tied with you guys. Was he higher? I'm not saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in a moment. All right. So just as a reminder, you're in like a rather big, long earthen room, and you all have lost all of your items except for the two diagems and the scroll of Amphibolus's oh, blessing. I forgot that we got everything. We naked. Yeah. We got stolen. Dang. And this is an expansive multi-tiered earthen chamber. It's furnished with tables and shelves of alchemical supplies, uh, like pottery, vials, scrolls, and a few rotting bodies on the floor. And there's that big pit in the middle of the room that Clay was dangling over for a little bit. Or he got snapped away. Quote unquote, Clay. Right. And when you first arrived, you saw Seuss at the far end of the room, locking a chest and placing it below a desk. And Seuss is holding uh, a staff with a glowing yellow stone embedded onto its head. Just a reminder of everything that you had already seen mm -hmm. and figured out, just so you have that memory fresh in your head right now. Until the amnesias strike. <gasps> Speaking of amnesias, like I said, Sludge kind of caused some amnesias to appear and they're closing in on you quickly. Mm. In fact, one of them slimes its way, I don't know how to describe, one of them oozes its way closer to you. And it's going to try to munch on one of your memories. Are they all alone in the moonlight? Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Gus, you're supposed to get these references, okay? I didn't get it till Barbara started humming. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh, it uh, oozes up to uh, Kyborg. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, oh, hold on, let me double check. Yeah, it does. Okay, it's just Kyborg going. <laughs> and uh, like, not, I wouldn't say a tentacle, what would you call it? Like a pseudopod? kind of uh, lashes out and tries to strike at you. Okay. Okay, it's not a real pod. <laughs> it's, sort, it's a sort of pod. It's a pseudopod. <laughs> oh, it hits a C8, which I assume is a miss. Yeah, it's a miss. So do I just like swipe away snot? I'm just like, <laughs> Maybe like little, little droplets fall on you. <laughs> it's in my mouth. Am I the only one who's like constricted or something? No, they let go. Yeah, everyone. Okay, they, okay, they let go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're all naked. Correct. Knew that. Mark somehow feels he could fight better like this. <laughs> He's in his element. Yeah. You're more free. 
a second amnesia closes the distance, entering kind of a, a position to block you all from advancing further and targets Gum Gum, lashes out with another pseudopod, hitting AC 23. <gasps> that hits. <laughs> like twice. <laughs> gum Gum, please spare the Gum Gum. He doesn't have good memory anyways. <laughs> it does 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Now, Gum Gum has good memory. It's just his base knowledge is lacking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't lose much when you don't That's have much saying. to begin you with. You can't lose it if it wasn't there in the first place. Gum Gum, what did you forget? <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh, know. No. Oh, no. <laughs> what kind of damage is it doing? That was bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. Yeah. And Gum Gum, in addition, you need to make a strength saving throw. You haven't forgotten how to be strong. You can do this. <laughs> 20. Uh, oh, it, strongest that, boy. That pseudopod, like, tries to wrap around you and pull you closer, but you, like... Slap it off. Uh, <laughs> and you manage to. It's gross. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Kyborg. That means it is your turn. Then after Kyborg is going to be Bart. Where's Seuss? Where's she doing? Uh, she's at the far end of the room, bowing down before Sludge, who has appeared. Oh, that's cute. I aim my hand cannon at her and I fire. It's built <laughs> into my arm. I still have my weapon there. Boom. Oh. Nice. All right, you have to make an attack roll for that, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, using the wearer's dex modifier to single target. So what you do then is roll a d20, add your dex modifier plus your proficiency bonus. I don't know what my proficiency bonus would be. Uh, for you, it's four. So that'd be five plus five plus four, 14. Oh, yeah, that hits. Okay. Okay, I don't want to be lucky anyways. Uh, great, great, great. Uh, let's look again. I have, uh, what is that, 46? So it's going to do 4d6 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 fire damage. Okay. That's fun. Right, that's bludgeoning and that's fire. So that's 13 and 10. 23. 23. Can hear some old bones crack. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I liked clay. Okay, so then it fires out just like a single cannonball, right? Yeah. Which impacts Seuss. She lets out a yelp and then she becomes engulfed in uh, fire and must make a DC 16 strength saving throw. Yay, I shot an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's the last of her kind. <laughs> Second to last. No, that other guy died. He faded away. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Uh, she rolled a two on her strength saving throw. So I don't think she made it. No, no, she does not have a plus 14 on strength. <laughs> She she just got walloped into a wall, just yeah. crumbles. She knocked down. <laughs> How's she looking? Not good. She's smoldering, and uh, <laughs> you you can see the beginnings of a large circular bruise forming where the cannonball impacted her. That's fun. Uh, okay, well that was one attack. I don't have my weapons. Um, I need to go steal from her. That's going to probably open me up to an attack of opportunity from these booger monsters, right? Uh, yeah, one of them did lash out and attack at you, so it is within melee range. So if you move out of melee range, it will have an attack of opportunity. What if I use, like, my boots of jumping or my ring of jump? Boots of jumping. Can I, like, jump over it? But that's still that's still going to be an attack. We don't have any of our Correct. stuff. Oh, gosh. No, my boots, my rings. Oh, we have no equipment. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, other than whatever you're packing. What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like my arm. I want to like juke this guy out and then run straight for Seuss to see if I can steal the key from her. Uh, so this would be my movement action. And then I also have one more attack. Okay. So describe your move to me. You said you're going to juke and uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to get around this big booger figure. And then I want to go rob that uh, old lady that I just shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Seuss. 
Yes. So you're going to move. The amnesia is going to try to lash out at you as you're going around. Let's see if you're able to successfully juke it or not. Come on. Come on. 19. You did not juke it. Wait, out of what, what is it rolling up against? AC. Your AC. My AC, which is okay. Yeah. Without uh, yeah, no armor on. So, yeah. You know what, though? I don't like that. So I'm going to do a lucky and I'm going to make you reroll that. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that lucky. I like it. And it rolled a one. <laughs> oh, that's a crit fail. Yeah. Chris got really excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, his eyes got really <laughs> wide. Fail. It's exciting. <laughs> well, it went from a, a win to a super loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there with you. You, uh, you know, start running in one direction past uh, the amnesia and it lashes out and then, you know, almost as if you anticipated it, you uh, change directions very quickly and make uh, the amnesia look stupid. Can it fall prone? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it falls prone. I don't make you guys fall prone when you roll one, so I'm not going to make it fall prone. Okay. Well, as I run past it, can I like smack its butt or is that going to give me damage or something? Just kind of like a, a butt. Yeah, I don't like, think yeah, you want to touch it. Yeah, true. <laughs> I just imagine this big glob and then like two little cheeks on the back and then I just go. <laughs> is it caked up, basically? <laughs> uh, we'll, is it cake? <laughs> oh, we'll, gosh. We'll ignore that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go uh, up to Seuss. You're going to close the distance. Let me check how far it is. Remember, there is a circular pit in the middle of the room, and the room is multi-tiered. You're going to have to kind of walk around all of that. I assume you're going to want to take as direct of a path as possible. Yes, as long as it doesn't bring me up, like, through sludge or whatever. So I guess maybe I didn't fully explain the layout of the room. You know, like I said, there is that pit in the center of the room, mm -hmm. and Zeus herself is actually kind of right by that pit. And then further back in the room, like, immediately behind Zeus is Lord Lomish and Lady Sandra. Mm -hmm. And then just a little further back from there on a, almost like a higher level is where Sludge is. Okay. And then further back at the very back of the room is where Seuss's desk and that chest were. Oh, behind Sludge? Correct. <gasps> okay. From where you are, you can close the distance and get to Seuss on this turn. Oh, great. Uh, with no problem. And in fact, Mud is also pretty close to the pit, so you would pass by him. Remember, he's yet to touch the orb. Okay, Mud, high five. Do we have to roll for something? No, just high five me. <laughs> why, oh, so why did you bad. do it that way? Blaine that, went for high, high five, five and then, high five. then like pulled his hand high back. Five. High five. Okay, look at my elbow. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Micah, you can use that audio. I give you permission. I saw what you meant. He like pulled it back. Yeah, he did like right a little like, hesitation there. thing. So well, I didn't want to eat your microphone. Anyways, <laughs> I high five him high along five, the way. High five. And then I reach Seuss and then I say, oh my God, Seuss, I didn't know it was going to hit you that hard. Are you okay? And, and then, then shove her. Shove and then unarmed strike her into the pit. Oh my God. But I want to steal her key first. Unarmed strike her. Well, we'll see. It'll be like shoving. And you want to try to steal the key. I mean, that would kind of be an action. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Little Nigel Thornberry there. <laughs> Make a like a sleight of hand check, I guess, to see if you can, yeah, pull that key off of her. Twelve. That's not a good one. No, I could probably roll a lucky if you wanted me to. Oh, that's up to you. You got to tell me before I do anything. I sure do, don't I? <laughs> Wait, you can make him re-roll though. Yeah, yeah, I could, couldn't I? If yeah. I have an opposed roll against that. What do you mean? If it wasn't just like a number you had to hit. Oh. Mm. Like if it wasn't a check, if it's not an opposed roll, it's a check. <laughs> mm. uh, instead of lucky, I want to do an inspiration die. Oh, okay. That's smart. Yeah. I'm going to use my inspiration die. So I'll reroll my yes. slide, slide of hand. hand. Now it's a 15. That's not bad. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's fine. It's fine. You happy with that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Guess I already had it roll. No, I, I, whenever I have an opposed roll with you guys, I don't do that one. Typically, I don't do that one. 
in secret. secret. Like normally you could see the roll as yeah. well. Okay. Just because I want to be nice to you guys. Secret. 19. Secret. 19. Oh. She smacks your hand. You try to grab the key off of her, but uh, almost as if anticipating what you were going to do, her hand was wrapped tightly around it and okay. you're, you're unable to get it. Can I still punch her? Yeah. Okay. Then I do an unarmed strike. I punch her. Punch this old lady. With the goal of shoving her down the pit, right? Uh, well, we need that key, so I just kind of want to incapacitate her. A key wants a concussion. That's what he's, <laughs> oh, that's what he's shopping lucky for lucky a concussion. 19. Do you have any concussions today? Gus, re-roll that lucky. I'm going to lucky you. Re-roll that. Uh, okay. Thanks, Chris. I mean, come on. No, that was Chris. Wait, the sleight of hand? The, yeah. yeah, the opposed I, I, Her opposing roll, I want to re-roll. Gotcha. Yeah, 13. Oh, no. Chris, so we're just, Chris is so invested in this battle. Uh, yeah. I'm here for it. Okay? I love it. No, I it's like good. It. I like Bring the energy. This energy every time. It's I like, like Chris this. is watching a movie. He's <laughs> <laughs> like watching his favorite anime. Like, <gasps> no, Lucky, use your Lucky giant. <laughs> so sweet. You can do it, Kyborg. <laughs> He's hiding in the closet. Don't go in there. <laughs> I should do it as gum gum. <laughs> it is. It is very gum gum energy. Well, as far as you guys can tell, it looks like we were just tickling each other and then I go ah! I have a key now. you're like slapping hands <laughs> uh, yeah you uh, managed to lift the key off of her despite her best attempts to hold on to it so you knocked an old lady down lit her on fire and then robbed her yes that is that is the summary of what has happened you sound like a police officer so far. making your report so let me get this straight you assaulted her committed arson assault defense give your gun in your badge your arm in your badge uh, yeah, and then now I want to shove her into that hole. Okay. Oh my goodness. With an unarmed strike? Yeah, so the way shoving normally works is like using your attack, well, using an attack action, which you have one left, you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature either to knock it prone or push it away from you. So what you want to do is... She's uh, already prone, I will mention. Yeah, so your goal in this point is to shove her away from you. Yeah. AKA into the pit. Was there any sort of advantage because she was prone on any of that stuff? Maybe. That's a no. That's a no. He forgot. So you, you <laughs> want to make an unarmed strike to, yes. to shove. 100%. So I should roll for that. Then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. And 13. Yeah, that would hit. So yeah, you would want to make an athletics check with your strength in order to uh, try to shove her. Okay. Here we go. That's a 17. Okay. And then she contests it with either strength or dexterity. What is she going to use? I would imagine dexterity. Probably. probably. I don't want to make any assumptions about her. But I'm going She's to She's a prone. tiny little shrimp lady. She prone. Yes. Prone to what? Not prawn, which she also is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. All right. She, she will make a dexterity yes. check. Uh, I acknowledge. I grunt it. I go, It's my favorite person at a comedy show. The person just yells out, Yes, I acknowledge. <laughs> I'm paying attention. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I heard what you said. <laughs> hey, those people in a group are MVPs. When you're telling a story and everyone else starts like not listening and one person make eye contact with you and they're nodding along listening, and you're like, thank you. Thank you for not making me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for contributing, for not making me feel like I'm talking to nobody. Mm -hmm. All right, so she rolled a dexterity check with disadvantage. You see she rolled twice. Mm. Her dexterity is plus three, and she rolled a 19 and a 16, which means her lowest roll is a 19, which overcomes your athletics check at 17. Get in the hole, lady. All right, you know what? Action surge. I'm going to punch this lady <laughs> into that hole. Wow. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I was really just aiming for this lady when there's a giant sludge That's monster. That's what I'm saying. I was about to say. I was about to say. It's like, we, you can see the boss behind her. Yeah. She is the one between us and the boss and our stuff. Where, where is, is our stuff? Yeah, where is your stuff? She said she put it in, the, in a cabinet in a chest 
at behind the desk. Yeah, maybe. now I have a key. And now he has the key, which the desk is far away. Mm. Yeah. I but, mean, this is all. But I got, I got friends that teleport and stuff, but now I'm cleaning up this mess so that they don't have to do all the, the you know, checks that I'm doing right now. You're welcome. And that was 11. No, that's no good. Okay. Well, I get two attacks in an action, so I'm going to do it again. We're going to keep at this. Seuss. When 15. Do, when do I get to play a character that has multiple <laughs> actions? I'm like, a spell, and I move. Yeah. You don't get two attacks yet? No. I guess the spell, yeah. Those are 15. I've never, I don't think I've ever had two attacks. But at least what Blaine is giving you is plenty of time to look through all your spells yeah, to and figure decide it out. which one you want to do. And second guess myself plenty yeah. of times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 15 does hit, so go ahead and make your athletics check. Sure, it's not an acrobatics. Is there another way I can leverage her into uh, that hole? Yeah, I, I could say if you wanted to, you could try acrobatics. I picture almost like instead of like shoving her, you're like suplexing her. Yes, 100%. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so we're going to roll up. Uh, 14. Okay. He's going to roll a dexterity check at disadvantage, disadvantage. and she gets plus three. Okay. Here's the first one. That's a 22. <laughs> Here's the second one. That's an eight. Okay. Yes! <laughs> In the hole! In the hole! <laughs> How deep is this hole? Is this like a bottomless pit or is this like a... She, she, she said you were going to find out. She kind of like left it vague and in the air. Like you would, if she threw you in there, you would find out how you deep find it is. out. Well, no, you find out. <laughs> it's just two feet deep with just really dark water. <laughs> uh, you pick her up and like do a suplex. And, like, but instead of like hitting the ground behind you, she you like let go at the last second and she falls into the pit. <laughs> and you hear a very faint screaming get quieter and quieter. How long does the scream last? Like, how many feet would you say the scream lasts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would still be going. Remember, a round is six seconds. So, like, okay. all of the actions for one round is six seconds. Uh -huh. So, like, all of this is happening super quick, despite, you know, how long it takes in our time. Yeah. Sorry. So, it's still going on. <laughs> just, I, this is just great to me on a couple levels, what Kyborg just did. One, I'm glad we're back to the Kyborg that just kills helpless creatures like hamsters. She's not helpless. She took away like, your brother. He, he just went for, like, an old lady, like, the visual of it all. Played by our friend Elise and then also the fact that you learned nothing from fighting Quadrant. And that turned out fine. Because you nuked everything on Mirandalorian. Yeah. And then. Poor now, yeah. <laughs> you obliterated. All right. Is that it for you, Kyborg? Uh, God, I hope it is. Uh, uh, I have the key and I say, uh, Mom, I killed your teacher, but I got I got a key. So someone, if you want it. I thought you said, Mom, I killed your teacher. I, I thought he did too. Yeah, like, it, no, but, uh, didn't really come through there. Mom, mommy, mama, mom, mommy. That, it's the, when the kid's at school and actually calls a teacher mom. Yeah. And everyone laughs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty pleased with myself. I'm oh, good. Okay. I stand there <laughs> naked, arms on my hips. Arms akimbo. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a good thing I didn't have any more questions to ask this person to understand what the hell happened it's to fine. my life. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you got your mom and dad. She's she got a shell, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She'll land. I hope you guys didn't eat that staff she had. Uh, Bart, you're up. So now that... <laughs> Did she drop it? Did she drop it? No! No, she was holding on to it. Now that Shaman Seuss is uh, in the nether regions, <laughs> um, so we have Sludge, who's how far away from our group? Uh, Sludge All the way in the is, back. Yeah, it's on the opposite. Uh, well, not quite the opposite end of the room, but pretty far, like even behind where Seuss was. How many feet? From where you're standing, uh, like direct line. Mm -hmm. okay, so this would not be movement, just FYI. Like yeah. you'd have to move a little differently, but direct line from where you are. As the crow looks. Yes, as the crow looks about 60 feet. Okay, cool. Sludge. And the amnusias? Two of them have closed and are pretty close. One of them, you know, is uh, right next to Gum Gum. One of them is where Kyborg was, so right up on the party. Okay. And there's two other ones who are 
kind of flanking off to the sides, kind of where Zeus was previously. They're not like within melee range of where that was. They're about 15 feet off to the side, either side of that. Okay. But you imagine they will be closing on you whenever they have a chance to go. Okay. Um, well, I think I'm still going to try to go for Sludge because I feel like he's controlling all of these. So take out the head. Mothership rules. Um, I'm going to cast a new spell on him. Ooh. Called Synaptic Static. It is a spell that you choose a point within range and cause psychic energy to explode there. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make an intelligence saving throw. A creature with an intelligence score of two or lower can't be affected by the spell. I assume he has a higher intelligence of that. Two's pretty low. What's your intelligence, Gum Gum? Four. Four. Okay, there you go. Sorry, it would have to be dumber than Gum Gum. Yeah. Uh, Target takes 8d6 psychic damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Big sphere, too. And the range is 120 feet. Oh, my God. Dude. That's a fifth level spot. Yeah. I'm imagining the water cooler between two fans who are listening to this and like, did you hear Bart's new spell they just dropped this week's episode? <laughs> it just dropped. Just a psychic nuke. Yeah, I guess like who's within a 20 foot radius of sludge? Lord Lomish and Lady Sandra are about 15 feet closer to you than sludge is, okay. but you could center it behind, behind sludge. Behind sludge, yeah. That's what I was going to ask if I could put it like, so just basically when it explodes out, it hits him but not yeah, the family or us. I'm trying to see if you get an amnesia as well. Give me just a second. I'm like using my <laughs> fingers ah, to like... Gus being a bro. Yeah, Gus is like one of those like really cool accountants. He's like, I can see if I can get you a little bit more on deck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either of the remaining amnesia would be within range no matter how you place it. That's okay. I'm getting sludge. Okay. So you pick a point kind of behind sludge. We would say it was most likely like between Sludge and the desk that Seuss was at before. Okay. And uh, you pick that as the point, and Sludge must make intelligence save, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he needs 15, 15 or higher. His intelligence is plus two. That's a 13, so it is a failed save. Full damage. Excellent. So, Bart, you get to roll 8d6 psychic damage. 8d6 coming in. Oh, 30. Probably not very high. <laughs> no, that's still good for just 30, one action. 30 uh, psychic damage. And also, uh, after a failed save, a target has muddled thoughts for one minute. Oh. During that time, it rolls a d6 and subtracts the number rolled from all of its attack rolls and ability checks, as well as its constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. I'm going to roll it. Okay. One. Okay. So I guess you subtract one from any rolls that that creature does. The target can make an intelligent saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. Bart gave sludge long COVID. (laughs) (laughs) It is COVID. The synaptic static explodes with like psychic energy behind sludge and he lets out an awful roar. Seems like he's in in incredible excruciating pain. And he thrashes about wildly where he is, seemingly from all of the damage you've inflicted on him. Can I tell if anything affected the amnesias when that happened? Did they writhe? Did they, yeah, did they get affected at all? Whenever there's a psychic damage, I just imagine like eating ice cream too fast and getting a a brain (laughs) freeze. That's what I imagine. (laughs) I'm imagining it's that moment from, you know that uh, movie with Bradley Cooper where he's taking that, like those pills? Limitless. Limitless. Where he like starts to like, like fade in and out kind of from like time skips. Uh, make me a perception check. Okay. 24. It does not seem like there was any effect on the amnesia. Okay. Um, and then as a bonus action, oh my gosh. I would like to do my mantle of inspiration. 
Um, as a bonus action, spend one use of Bardic Inspiration to grant 11 temporary hit points to up to three creatures you can see, and that could see you within 60 feet. That'd be so, <laughs> Bl- Blaine is waving. Yeah, I'd like to give to Kyborg, Mud, and Gum Gum <laughs> if, if I could see them. Yes, you can see all of them. Cool. You each get 11 uh, temporary HP. All I did was push an old lady down a pit after robbing her, and you just launched a nuke, a WMD. <laughs> And you got the key to the chest, which I imagine is a very important piece of the puzzle. Well, unfortunately, I was trying to offline with Chris. I was like, you should teleport to the chest. Or, uh, or to or, her staff. Or after the lady who has the staff, because apparently that's important. No, no, I just said, I hope you don't need it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're going to be like so. four arcs in later, and it's going to be like, all right, and the, the last thing you need to do is just get the staff, and you win the entire game. <laughs> uh, Bye. I got to go to a hole and buy you. Why are you stuttering? <laughs> so you use the mantle of inspiration, right? Yeah. Just as a reminder, anyone affected by the mantle of inspiration can also immediately use a reaction <laughs> to move your speed without provoking attacks of opportunity. Uh, yeah, that's so the other thing. any of you need to move. Whoa. You can do it now. Is it on their turn or just right now? It's right Immediately. now. Immediately. What's my distance from Sludge? Mud, your distance from Sludge. So as the crow flies or as you would have to walk? Walk. So you would have to go kind of like up two flights of stairs and kind of around because he's kind of on a, from your side, it's kind of like a tall pillar. So you have to go up a staircase to your left, continue going up to the north, up some more stairs, and then kind of like hook around to your right. Um, movement for you, it's about 70 feet away. What's the distance of that pit? Like across it? Though how wide the pit yeah. is? It's only about 10 feet wide. I actually, I'm fine where I am. If you ran past me, picked me up, took me the full distance, then dropped me, then I could take my movement. I can't pick you up. No, no, no. It's just, you can just <laughs> right. move. I'm going to go towards Sludge. Are y'all cool? You probably should. Okay. I'll have to give you the key, so maybe we should do a not over the pit, but like at some point I need to throw yeah. you the key. Well, I'll run to Kyborg? Like a baton? Yeah. All right. Yeah, is that how far away is that? I say it's about 30 feet. Okay, well, I can go 10 feet past him, so I'll join. We can go <laughs> together. Gum Gum goes 30, Kyborg goes 10. So you have your option, actually. From the position where you meet Kyborg, you can either go west or east up some stairs to then reconverge at the northern part of the room. So do you want to go 10 feet towards the stairs to your west or 10 feet towards the stairs to your east? I could meet you up at the top of the stairs. So you don't yeah. have to run past me because insert that's, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So I would say go the maximum distance, and then I'll try to meet you there. Which you will, because you're already closer. So I'll, yeah, I'll go. Is there a difference between the left and right? The room's almost like split down the middle. It's the same left and right. Mm-hmm. That's an oblong room. I'm just asking, just so I know like where yeah. to place you guys. All right, for- I'll go to the left. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you, you're, you're coming with me. Okay. And just to be clear, I said oblong. It's really kind of bell-shaped, where it's flat on the bottom and then kind of curved at the top. Okay, so Gum Gum went left. Kyborg or Mud? I'm staying. Your mud, you're staying in position. I think I might hold on to that attack advantage. Can I pass the key on to, to Gum Gum? We'll say he can grab it as, okay. he, as he runs by. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you up there. But like, you see, I have a 35 foot walking speed. So it'd be kind of a waste for me to just blow it on 10 feet. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay, so no one else is moving for reaction. Right. Okay, there we go. Mantle of inspiration. Mantle. What else, Bart? What else you got? I think that's all I'm able to do. I want to move slightly away from these amnesias as well. Okay. Backwards. You're kind of like at the southern end of the room. Okay. Maybe you could like get closer to the wall, like maybe like take a five foot step back just to increase a little bit of space, but it's not like you can create a ton of space. Or alternatively, if you wanted to, you could move towards like the southwest or the southeast corner. So it's not, you're not 
increasing north to south distance, but you're increasing like lateral distance, west okay. to east. Yeah, let's do uh, southwest. Mark is cozying up to the southwest corner of the room. It's not like that corner of the room's empty. There's assorted tables and vials and equipment uh, scattered about as well. And I guess I can't look at that. <laughs> My turn's probably up by now. Uh, I mean, you could, if you wanted, you could make like an investigation check just, yeah, to, just to see what's like around there. Yeah, could I do that? Yeah, go for it. Everyone's distracted by all my friends moving about, right? Yeah. <laughs> just running around. <laughs> give me the key. No, you give me the key. Is that investigation? Yeah. 15. Uh, yeah, you take a look and, you know, you see like on the table right by, there's like a glass beaker, a mortar and pestle, a couple of small pouches with like mundane ingredients, like, you know, salt, iron powder, stuff like that. Uh, however, two things do stand out to you. There's a little pouch that looks like it's, a, it's like a higher quality pouch than the other ingredients. Okay. And a vial that looks like it has fog in it. It looks really cool. Like, the, you can see it, uh, the contents of the vial, like, swirling about. Is there any label on it? What do you think? Should I get a label? <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in the final cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess let's make an Ar- Arcana roll. Okay. 19. Nice. Oh, yeah. It literally went from 6 to 16. Like, did like a dink. Bottled toot. The, uh, <laughs> the container that looks like it has, like, swirling, dancing fog in it, you recognize it. You've encountered these before once on your pirating adventures. Of course. Uh, it's a potion of gaseous form. Uh, you remember that you've seen people use this before, that whenever someone drinks this, they gain the effect of gaseous form, so they become like a misty cloud for an hour. Oh, Bart, that's perfect for you. Is it? Yeah, because then you, you, you don't have to worry about them Getting grabbing it. you. It's true. You just move around like a ghost. Are you still able to use spells and attacks and whatnot as a gaseous form? Specifically spells, I guess. If you adopt this form, you cannot attack or cast spells. Be very good, though, for like, I don't know, entering yeah. an enclosed yeah. space. And your movement is really slow, like a very slow cloud of fog moving about. And then can I also see, grab that pouch that looks different than the others? Yeah, it looks like it's a dust of disappearance. Ooh. I was hoping it was that salt stuff. Dust of disappearance, does that, uh, are you able to use, wait, what does it do? It's like a very fine sand and you have to use an action. We throw it in the air. You and objects within 10 feet of you become invisible for a couple of minutes. But could still use spells? Yeah. It's yeah, essentially yeah. like an extreme invisibility. Right. But if you if you attack or cast a spell, then the invisibility would like fade away. Uh, and okay. Guess that there was salt around. It's like mundane salt, not salt. like... Mundane salt. Yeah. So couldn't be bad. I don't have any pockets. You got that ninja sands where you just go, ah, and then... And then you... <laughs> um, is there any like rope or anything around? Sure, why not? Yes, there's okay. rope. You find rope. Could I uh, tie this little vial and the baggie to the rope and then around my waist? That's <laughs> <laughs> right, you're naked. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I ain't got no pie. I need my hands free. <laughs> you find some rope wrapped around almost like a belt around a corpse in the corner of the room. Bart fashions a beautiful belt that loops around these items and he does a little shimmy and they go clink 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 <laughs> and that is I believe the end of my turn okay the other amnusias are gonna act and after them is gum gum then mud first of all is the one that you ran towards gum gum the one that's on the west side uh it closes the distance down with you and it's gonna try to make an attack it like lashes out with its uh pseudopod hitting ac 15 misses without nice. your armor yeah I'm always without armor <laughs> You don't have any <laughs> AC bonus? 
Well, I do, but I don't have armor, so I'm always unarmored. This is my normal AC. That's yeah. what my question was. Normally, do you have any AC bonus? From armor, I think it's what John's asking. That's what I'm asking. No, because I don't wear then armor. That's the answer. When yeah. I say, <laughs> Sorry. do you have an AC bonus, you kept saying yes, which meant you have armor yeah. on. Well, I'm unarmored bonus. Yeah. What does Gum Gum normally wear? Uh, his wizard hat and robes. Oh, okay, just like like wizard out. His like tattered wizard. Gotcha. You know, if you go to Stinky Dragon Pod on uh, Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, you can find visualizations of Gum Gum, maybe in puppet form. Follow us, yeah. please. Yeah, you should absolutely go see the puppet things. Those are awesome. Yeah. So the pseudopod uh, lashes out. You duck. It like maybe hits the top of your wizard hat, but your wizard hat stays on uh, on your head. How did he keep his wizard hat? Oh, no, never mind. You're right. He's naked. Oh. He, I forgot. You're naked. No, no, no. Scratch that. Keep him naked, but with a wizard hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, you I, could I, leave I, your hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. And normally I would say yes, but I feel like Gum Gum would, if he still had his hat, would think he still had magic powers or some ability mm. because of it. So I'm going to say no uh. because of that. Just because it would affect potentially how Gum Gum would act. Understood. Magic <laughs> sorting hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the other amnesia to act. Uh, the one coming from the eastern side. It like oozes down towards the uh, middle of the room where Kyborg and Mud are, and it's gonna lash out at Mud. Uh oh. You can put up with this, Mud? Huh? You can put up with that? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see. Let me see what your rolls, and I'll let you know if I put up with it or not. I think you will put not put up with it. Yeah, the pseudopod lashes out and hits AC 24. Yeah, I don't even have to look that up. That up. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to pull up that screen on my, on my uh, tablet. Nope. Okay, it does 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Goes the 10 HP. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. And okay. you need to make a strength saving throw. That's only a 14. Oh, it works. The pseudopod hits you and tries to grab onto you, but you manage to like, uh, like break it off. You spread your arms out and like push the pseudopod away. No, what it is, it's that meme on TikTok right now where everyone's dodging a person as they're uh, yeah. stabbing. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Gum Gum, you're up. And then after Gum Gum is mud. How far am I away from the desk? You ran, right? You ran up to Kyborg and then went another 10 feet, right? Yeah. So I assume you mean running distance to the desk. You're about 60 feet, roughly. Okay. Well, I'm going to rage. I rolled a two on my rage. Okay. I can teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. That's helpful. That's very helpful. I can't get that because I wouldn't be able to get back if I went after the staff. Oh, yeah, you'd just be <laughs> falling with her. You're like, oh, I'm gum gum. You got your rod. No, I don't. You don't have your rod. We don't have anything. Yeah, I was... <laughs> forgot. Uh, so I will teleport 30 feet towards the desk. Can I? Is there a good place where I'm not going to, like, not near sludge? Yeah, you could go up, like, the first couple of stairs. You went left, so up towards, you know, a little further on the northwest, and you'd still be out of range. In fact, the whole way you could go, the distance I gave you, you'd be out of sludge's range. And if I teleport, am I closer than I was previously? Yeah, you could make progress if you want. If that's your goal, absolutely. Well, I mean, is it more direct to just teleport? Oh, I see feet? what you're saying. Did you said it was 40 feet. Wait, you said it was, it was like 60 feet going all the way around. Yeah. If you went directly as the crow flies, mm-hmm. it would reduce the distance, but sludge is in the way. Okay. In, in that, it goes. Then that I way. will teleport 30 in to avoid sludge. Okay. So you teleport, you're roughly halfway. You close half the distance between yourself and the desk. <laughs> Okay, so now it's only... About uh, 30 feet to the desk. Okay, well then I use 30 feet to get to it and look for the chest and open it. Yeah, I mean, you find the chest. You had seen Seuss, uh, you know, uh-huh. stash it down there. And the key seems to fit, and yeah, you're able to unlock it. And what's 
what's inside? A treasure trove of goodies. Uh, uh, the spoils of the infinites of, of the level 10 adventurers. So Our stuff? Yes, your stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, get to the point. I was like, we're, we're level 10 adventurers. Yeah, you're Fine. also the infinites. Funko Pops. <laughs> Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Am I able to put my stuff on? Yes. You rummage through and you, you know, you don't have very much stuff. It's not like you have to put on a ton of armor or anything like we covered. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're able to get your stuff and equipped. What do you do? Bring me my stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, I'll, I'll get the likes being naked. Yeah, can, can I, can I, well, as far as my actions go, what can I do? Can I, like, what is the equipping stuff and grab opening the chest? Does that use my action or? Yeah, so combined so far, I would say you've used an action, you know, unlocking the chest, rummaging through it, finding your stuff and putting it on. Yeah, so I will now turn and sprint back. I guess I was asking because I didn't know if I could double speed. Or do you not. have any movement left? Yeah. No, you would not be able to double okay. move. Yeah. Well, I have 10 movement back. But if he's double, if he's double attack, could you do No, because remember, it's not like you're getting another action. You just become quicker and more sufficient with your attacks. But I don't have action surge. Oh, you should look into it. <laughs> so you have 10 feet of movement. I see you're going to go back, back the direction towards, you came. Yeah, back. You reach roughly like midway down the final flight of stairs leading up to the desk. And this is actually the point where you are closest to Sludge. He's probably about okay. 10, 15 feet away. Ooh. That was going to go mud. You're up. I need my stuff. I do need my stuff. Go get your stuff. You have so many spells. Hey, I found our stuff. He's got your stuff. Go get your stuff. Well, I have spells, but I need my uh, components because mm-hmm. uh, some of my nasty. So, what were you going to do before we open the chest? I realized that about halfway through uh, your uh, round that I was like, oh, I'm being a good little student and not pushing all the buttons and just going, ah, I can do whatever I want. John, alternatively, if you want, you can uh, use this action to take a moment of silence for your fallen teacher, Seuss, because she fell down a pit. I'm, I'll cope and your with, fake brother, Clay. I'll cope with that in a moment. Okay, okay is the motto I've lived my entire life by. Uh, <laughs> is Sludge technically a shape changer? Because that's going to decide whether I do one of two things. No, a shape changer is a specific, like, class or enemy. Mm. And Sludge right now has negative one on saves. Attack rolls, ability checks, and concentration checks. So not all saves. Not saves. What are you up to? There's just, like, with it, it's not just, like, I shoot an arrow. It's like, okay, this move will, could do this, but then it'll cause this check to happen, and, but it can only be cast on these people. So that's this, that's part so of it. So I'm doing a little bit of research here. I assume you're asking about shape changer because of polyball. Yeah. And so in D&D, a creature is considered a shape changer if you have the monster subtype shape changer. Okay. For the purposes of polymorph, sludge does not have the monster subtype of shape changer. Okay. His monster subtype is poker. No, I'm going to do this. I cast anti-life shell. Anti-life shell. That sounds bad. It does. <laughs> Anti-life. Anti-life shell. Just say you're pro-death. <laughs> a shimmering barrier extends out from you in a 10-foot radius and moves with you, remaining centered on you and hedging out creatures other than undead and constructs, um, and the barrier lasts for one hour. It's a magic lawnmower. <laughs> it's No, it's a... Oh, hedging out. Stupid. <laughs> Uh, so no one gets to touch mud with melee attacks or any melee touching for the next hour. No touchy. You're like the emperor and emperor's group. That's cool. You guys have some wicked spells. We should get naked more often. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's the only time we could use these spells. Yeah. 
So is it only you or can you allow anyone to be in the shell with you if you wanted to? Uh, it's just me. Okay. It's just, I, I, I now like am Susan Storm and I'm moving around this room. I picture it's like the bubble shield in Halo. Like it just like, it's the shimmering half sphere that uh, uh, appears around you. No, it's the comic book reference I made, not no. the video game reference you made, okay? <laughs> For me, it's the video game. Fight, fight, fight. Fight. <laughs> so if you move so that an affected creature is forced to pass through the barrier, the spell ends. I, I read that as like, if I were to put something in a position where it couldn't move, uh, the spell bursts. Yeah, you like back someone into a corner, yeah, but yeah. 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 Okay. I can't like just crush them with this barrier. Gotcha. That'd be cool though. It would be cool. And I think they they put that in there. So you just wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, That's a sixth level spell. Yeah. So then with that in mind, I guess I just want to move towards my stuff. The gum gum. Yeah. So from where you are, like I gave gum gum the option earlier, you can either take a westerly path or an easterly path going up the room. Well, I'm further up the left path. I have a quick question though. On my way there, I'm sure I'm not this lucky, but are any of the amnesias close enough to the pit that I could push them into uh, the pit? <gasps> Two of them were down to the south. Oh yeah, one attacked you or one tried to attack you and you were right by the pit. It did. Yeah, so yes. This is just with movement. There is no check. They are forced out of my way as I move. Now I'm imagining Seuss at the bottom of the pit. She's already like, uh, uh, and then an amnesia comes. So you're trying to like use the barrier to push the amnesia into yeah. the pit? Right now, Mud is playing monkey ball. Gotcha. Uh, so not really because there is ways for the amnesia to escape either to the left or to the right. Like the pit would not be the only avenue to escape. Okay. But what if he circled around it and went straight towards like would that push him directly It's like back? a circle and an object. Like they can always just move to one side to get it's away. My, it's instead. my turn. It's not allowed to move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you wouldn't be able to force it. Like that's kind of like forcing that's the that's barrier. Yeah. I was just yeah. curious. I was just no. curious. Okay. Then I want to I want to go to the west towards my stuff. Yeah. And that's where I guess the gum gum was running. Yeah. So. And I go 30 feet. Yeah. At that point, you know, you obviously you close in on gum gum and you kind of close in on that amnesia that had previously attacked gum gum on that side as well. Yeah. Is that it for you? Yeah. Okay, finally, it's Sludge's turn. <laughs> uh, what are we, like an hour in? <laughs> He's yep. got a headache. He needs to rest. That's a bad headache. Has anyone else done damage to Sludge? No, we haven't okay. attacked. Oh, I mean, yeah, other than you. I killed his assistant, or he threw her. Minion, more like it. Okay, uh, like I said, Gum Gum's only about 10, 15 feet away from Sludge. Sludge oozes over and closes the distance between Hi. the two of you. Uh, lashing out, similar to the Amnesia's lashing out with a sort of pseudopod trying to strike you, hitting AC 25. That will hit. <laughs> sure. You need to check. Doing 36 points of damage. Uh, what kind of damage? Uh, bludgeoning. Okay, so 18. My goodness. He's a raging boy. Right? He needs stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you take half. Okay. Uh, however, well, half that, actually. Uh, however, <laughs> when it touches you, you feel your mind overloading with memories. <laughs> And it hurts. It gives you like a splitting headache, causing 30 points of psychic damage. In addition? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gum does not have defenses against psychic damage. It does not. Plus, go ahead and make me a strength saving throw. Psychic, because I'm guessing different than necrotic. Yeah. Necrotic is like rotting death. Psychic uh, okay. is like mental. Okay. Wait, so I got to make sure I add all this right. So you would take 48 18 points? 18 plus 30. Yeah, 48. And then what is he rolling? Uh, strength saving throw. Oh my 
goodness. You really don't want to be touched by sludge. Uh, strength saving throw. Oh, so I just, I rolled the wrong one. I accidentally did check. Classic. But I rolled a 19 plus 9. 28. 28, and I have advantage on it, so I'm going to roll again just in case. I'm going to take the... Pretty sure 20 will do the 20. Yeah. As sludge hits you, the pseudopod tries to wrap around you, constricting you, but you manage to break free from it. All right. And I'm going to use my... Uh, reaction? Reaction to roll my rage again. And that is a seven. Let's see what that does. Not full on. That's a three. <laughs> That's the one you know. <laughs> yes, I was counting on it. Oh, oh, oh! This is appropriate. Is it a necrotic no. tendrils? It's a dramatic dragon. Flowers and vines temporarily grow around you until your rage ends. The ground within 15 feet of you is difficult terrain for your enemy, so he gets wrapped up in flowers. A lot of flowers. Okay. He calls this one Woodstock. Does uh, Sludge have seasonal allergies? <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those like commercials for allergy medicine where you see like the big green slimy monsters and all the flowers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you suffer from seasonal allergies? Sludge may be right for you. Gross. Okay. Well, Sludge doesn't like that. Okay. He made him flowers. That's what's better than that. What's constricting him? It's not letting him move. He likes to move around freely. He goes ahead and opens up a dimension door. And, <gasps> That's uh, my move. <laughs> and moves uh, away from you. Uh, he teleports himself using dimension door so that he is now to the southwest of you, between Gum Gum's position and mud. Okay. Aren't I in the southwest? Well, you're in the, you're further down about. at the very south of the okay. room. Opportunity attack. So thanks, Sludge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Sludge. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Gum Gum all, all of a sudden gets really sassy about it. Yeah, Sludge. Coughing at blood. <laughs> Yeah, that's all for Sludge. Well, does he not get the opportunity attack? Well, yeah. I mean, Dimension Door, does that happen? No. I don't think Dimension Door provokes, but let me double check. Okay. That's, a, that's a good question for you. Do you think if we saved your dad and mom, they would help us? Yeah, I don't know. What if they're not real, too? Oh, no. <gasps> you don't provoke an opportunity attack in this case, according to Jeremy Crawford, who is the lead rules designer of Dungeons and Dragons at Wizards of the Coast. All right, but let's get a second opinion. <laughs> so, if you ever want to use that for reference, Bart, uh, Dimension Door does not provoke an attack of opportunity, according to some dude on the internet. Some dude who made the game, whatever. Apparently, uh, this was a very debated question, <laughs> so he had to make a ruling on this. I could understand why. I mean, yeah, you know, because you're escaping. To, you have to walk through the door. Right. That's what people say. Yeah. yeah. But I guess it depends on where you open the door. You could open it right below you. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. Wee. <laughs> Just for reference, how big is Sludge? He's got to be huge, right? Yeah, huge. The the size class for him is listed as huge, huh. so he's massive. Cool. I mean, not cool, but cool. I hate it. Big old buggy. At the desk where the chest was, you see a, um, a portal open up at the floor. Uh, like a 10 foot wide portal and Seuss comes shooting up through it and the portal closes and she lands on her feet uh, at the desk. Get in your hole! (laughs) Do you think she opened that up or do you think there's just a portal at the bottom? (laughs) When she did that, was she doing anything? Like, what did we see? It it looked like she was falling, Uh but like, it doesn't make sense. Like she was falling upwards, uh, then like came to a stop and then the portal under her closed and then she just landed on her Uh feet. How much damage did she take? Uh, none. She didn't go more than 10 mm. feet in the air. Mm-hmm. She's pretty old, though. Just saying. 
Roll for osteoporosis. That's yeah. cool though. That, that she she opened it like a dimension door or something and then like fell through yeah. it. And then, <laughs> I like I like Blaine's uh, suggestion that for our next testing D and D in real life, we will drop a senior citizen from ten feet in the air and go. see what it does to them. Check us out on TikTok. We're gonna do it. So Gus, we're gonna need to drop you from ten feet in the air. Oh no! <laughs> now we're testing burns. Sludge didn't like that. He kills mud. <laughs> Seuss looks over at Gum Gum. Hi. And concentrates and begins, you know, waving her staff around. And a 20-foot cube appears over in the area where Gum Gum is. And it seems like it's making a loud screaming noise emanating from inside of it. Gum Gum, make a wisdom saving throw. Gum Gum, you just got attacked by sludge. That's an A. Should I? I I'm going to use my inspiration die. Okay. Fair. Because I feel like... Yeah, you don't want giant death cube hanging over you. Well, and I, I feel like one big boss fight, I failed the, the wisdom saving throw and I was frozen the whole time. We remember. We remember. <laughs> yes. 18. Nice. Oh, okay. Excellent. That's 10 more than last time. Goes. Goes, goes. Why is it a burn that you did math? Uh, You feel like all the screams are getting inside your head, you know, creating discordant thoughts and a bunch of pain from inside you. You take four points of psychic damage from uh, these otherworldly screams. I don't like it. Be quiet. I know you have like a gazillion things in your inventory. Any chance you have ibuprofen in your inventory? (laughs) No, but I can. I'm going to use my unstable backlash. What does that mean? Well, anytime I take damage, I can reroll my wild magic. Okay. Plump. Flump, flump, Let's flump. see what we got on the menu. We got number six. Not a flump. Number six. I think we've had a six before. Oh, yeah. I think we've gone through all of them. Until your rage ends, you're surrounded by multicolored protective lights. You gain plus one bonus AC, and while within 10 feet of you, your allies gain the same bonus. <gasps> so you get, it's like a little bonus AC. Yeah. Uh, is anyone else within 10 feet of you? Not yet. Probably Mud not. is the closest. Yeah, but I can't get near Mud. Cool. Is he 10 feet? Oh, threatening? Not yet. Oh. He's getting close, though. <laughs> I can't get you. Uh, you can't. Okay. You can't, because I got a cool bubble. Yeah. And that concludes round one of combat. Jesus, it's weird. <laughs> We're like... We a lot. A lot happened. Yeah, but it's an hour and a half into our recording, my dude. That was a lot. Of, but a lot happened. Yeah. I shot an old lady. You got all of your hole. equipment back. I wonder back. why I don't do combat a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ready for a two-part boss battle? What's up, my stinkers? If you want more malodorous content like this show, go follow us at Stinky Dragon Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Join us on the Stinky Dragon subreddit, where creative folks like you are regularly posting fan art, D&D ideas, and other fun surprises. If you post on social media using hashtag StinkyDragonPod, we might name an NPC in the show after you. For example, here's some recent NPCs that were named after folks that interact with us on social media. Torthor, the teleporting terra shell named after at Torthor, but you didn't guess that one was coming. Shaman Seuss, named after at Seuss861, and Clay Bramblecrack, named after at Major Clay. And I'm going to give some special thanks to our friends who provide VO for characters in the previous episode, Shaman Seuss, voiced by Elise Willems, and Clay Bramblecrack, voiced by Alfredo Diaz. It's time for the initial amnusias that started the round, the ones that are down at the south of the room. Everyone has left that area where they were. Yeah, Bart, you're in the southwest. Mud, you're over there. Gungum, you're over there. Kyborg, you're over there. Um, At this point, for them, Bart and Kyborg are about the same 
distance. Mud has a shell around him. Yeah, What's attack so him. He is so yeah, little. I was going to say, you're just highlighting reasons you should be cornered. I'm so little. <laughs> this first one's going to head towards Bart. I don't have a lot of memories. <laughs> uh, after they go, it's going to be Kyborg and then Bart. But I sure old ladies, yeah. you don't want to mess with me. Well, they might. You don't know. Maybe it's their old lady. Uh, all right. The first one closes in on Bart, lashing out at Bart, hitting AC8, which I assume is a miss. Miss. <laughs> <laughs> the second one moves up to the north to close in with Kyborg, also lashing out with a pseudopod. Ooh, hitting AC 24. Roll that again. No. Lucky. <laughs> That's got to be your last lucky. It is. Maybe I should say. Uh, you know what? Okay, I'll take it. Fine, fine, fine. So no, don't reroll. Don't reroll it. I'll okay. take it. In that case, uh, yeah, it connects doing 14 points of bludgeoning damage. See, not that bad. That's not bad. And go ahead and make me a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. 25. I hate you. Ooh. Yeah, the, the amnesia is frustrated and enraged. It begins spitting out uh, green ooze all over you. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I have advantage on these. Petit, petit, petit. That's a 22. Let's see if I can do better. Come on, I can do better than that. And <laughs> 24. I hate you guys. You don't let me have any fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it for them. Kyborg. And then after Kyborg is part. Okay. Uh, God. How far away is Gum Gum? From where you are, we'll say Gum Gum is rough. Ooh. As the crow flies, not too bad, but walking there, you, you kind of have to go around this pedestal that Sludge is on. Uh-huh. Man, uh, it's going to be about 60 feet of movement. Uh, okay. You could wait. You could hold your turn till after me. Uh, yeah, I could do are that. Are you a lefty? Yeah, right? I can just wait, and then can I just insert myself wherever after that? How does that work? This? You can take the ready action, which lets you act using your reaction before the start of your next turn. You going to be moving soon? right after Bart. Okay. Right? It's Bart and then a couple of enemies and then Gum Gum. I wonder if I should just attack it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to wait. I'll wait. You sure you don't want to damage any enemies? Um, I, I'm unarmed. He's, he's unarmed. It's useless at this oh, point. Right. That's why he's been doing a lot of unarmed strikes. I'll just be slapping him. So what's the plan here? He's I'm gonna, waiting. I'm going to I'm gonna hold And what? Action. So normally you declare what you're waiting for. You, you would say like you're waiting for Gum Gum to act and then you're going to go? Uh, I'm Yeah. I'm going to wait until Gum Gum moves gets okay. closer. So theoretically after Gum Gum's turn. He's essentially turning to Gum Gum and saying, when you move, I move. Right. Just like that. There you go. Yes. <laughs> okay, Bart, that means you are up. Ugh. So I got this one little guy trying to hit hit on me. Yeah. Um <laughs> what's new? <laughs> <laughs> and no one can resist Bart. Uh but do I wanna keep trying to hit Sludge? Because I could just do my synaptic static again. Pretty did cool. pretty good. It's pretty cool when you did it. Oh, you, you're wondering if you need to get this guy off of you. You're right. Like, because I'm also, I'm scared that, like, if I take this little guy out, another one's just going to appear again. It's a good theory. You know? I said go for Biggie. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to try my synaptic static again. Dude. On, uh, Sludge. You cannot defeat Sludge. <laughs> try anything you like. But because people have moved closer to him, could I place it in a way where, again, it only shoots out and hits him? Yeah, you can get him, uh, like, in a corner of it and angle it so that it does not affect Gum Gum or Mud, since Sludge is currently between the two of them. Yeah. And I can't see any way to hit another enemy. Let me double check. Mm. What if at the same time of casting it, I punch? (laughs) (laughs) You actually could probably 
get one of the amnesias as well the one that was out there by gum gum okay yeah so you could get sludge and uh, an amnesia in it at the same time hell yeah let's do that, that sounds pretty cool so they both need to make an intelligence saving throw mm -hmm. all right so first i'm gonna do sludge plus two does he not have any that's residual effects from the last one? That's a fail. He had uh, minus one to his attack rolls and ability checks. Got it. But just for one minute. Yeah. Oh, he should have rolled to try to end that on his turn. I forgot. But it doesn't matter. You're redoing it now anyway. And then for the amnesia. Oh, the amnesia actually makes it. Weird. <laughs> All uh, right. I rolled a 16 on that one. But then he still takes half damage. Yes, though. correct. So go ahead and roll your damage. Okay, that is a 30 again. <laughs> With my 86. So the amnesia would take 15, and then Sludge would take the full 30. And Bart, Bart's taking out Sludge. Yeah, dude. Bart, bringing all that damage in. Bart doesn't Ooh. like sticky things. First of all, the amnesia that was closest to Gum Gum, that is affected by the half damage, by the half damage uh, just explodes. Oh. Yes. Uh, yeah, whoever, I guess, Gum Gum, you were by, you're covered in bits of ooze. <laughs> and memories. Sludge himself uh, once again begins howling in extreme pain, thrashing about from the effects of the synaptic static. And you have to roll your d6 to see. Do I roll it or do you roll it? You rolled it last time. So you do it, Bart. Yes. Okay. That's my bad. You should have done it. Uh, two. It's <laughs> better. It's better. Uh, That's so bad. better. We're getting better. One more. Next time I'll be three. Oh, wait. Just kidding. I can't do it anymore because it's my second fifth level slot and that was it. It's okay. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Sludge is looking not good. Based on what he looked like <laughs> when he when he first arrived versus now, you know he's in a bad place. Okay. Um, And then I imagine if I move away from the amnesia that's right next to me, it'll provoke. Yes. Unless the door thing. But she already cast. I can't, yeah. Never mind. I just do my thing. <laughs> um, could I? Ooh. You could do. Type an animal in World of Warcraft. What? Kudu. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys? Bantha Kudu. Kudu. No, Bantha Pudu. Pudu is the Star Wars thing, if that's what you're um, As a bonus action, I'm going to use Guardian of Nature. And I'm gonna become a great. Just gonna turn a tree again. I'm gonna become a great, a great tree. <laughs> and it does give you like what? It's like ten uh, temporary HP. Yeah, that's a good call. Constitution uh, advantage on Constitution saving throws and dexterity and wisdom based attacks with advantage. And while you're on the ground, the ground within 15 feet of you is difficult terrain for your enemies. Okay, so Bart goes tree mode, uh, develops a barky skin. Yeah, and uh, you put your roots down. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Plant some roots. I like this place. <laughs> I like okay. to imagine I'm too tall now for the amnesia to touch me. Is <laughs> <laughs> that it for you, Bart? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the amnesia who exploded its turn, but that one is gone. It's the other one's turn who's over a little more by the east side. It's going to close the distance. Oh, I was going to say mud, but it can't get close to mud because you've no got touchy. that anti-life shell. No touchy. So it's going to go to the next closest party member, which is Kyborg. I have a force field as well. <laughs> <laughs> Another amnesia. Quick, get in my force field. <laughs> rolls up to you and lashes out, uh, hitting AC8. It's not my day. I'm going to go back to bed. It's also going to spew mucus all over you. Make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Here we go. 26. I have advantage on that, but I'll stick with that. <laughs> this is all in character is the, the, the monster. Fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. It is Gum Gum's turn. Okay. And then after Gum Gum, is going to be Kyborg and then Mud. Also, I wanted to add, every time they've attacked me, I've been doing break dancing. <laughs> like just dancing around all the sludge Don't and stuff. say things like that. He'll make you do a check. Again, like that TikTok uh, <laughs> trend where you're just like dodging left and right. Yeah. 
So it's me and then a space and then mud and then kyborg. No, between you and mud is sludge. Remember he dimension door? Okay. So he positioned himself between you and mud and then on the other side of mud is kyborg. Okay. Could I run and jump, use my ring of jump to jump over sludge and mud? What? Figure out what he wants to do. Uh, you want to run as you have the ring of jump. Okay. Sludge is huge. Sure. Why not? We'll allow it. Yeah. Let's go for it. Okay. I want to do that. Run and jump. This is the Airbud scores the game point moment. And no, it's like, it's like the... free Willy. Yeah. <laughs> while, so I'm just going... while I'm in the air over mud, I want to drop mud stuff. <gasps> Isn't that cool, mud? <laughs> He's turning to Santa Claus. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. I brought presents for all the good girls and boys. Absolutely. But watch out. <laughs> it's raining. Just like um, so much of my stuff is like heavy and like Yeah, I was, I was going to say mud. Actually, make a dexterity uh, yeah. saving throw. It's like the Sailor Moon suit up scene. <laughs> just dropping gumbo on me. Oh, God. They, they locked up gumbo. Didn't I don't know. I don't know where gumbo is. Remember you uh, you kept him at the um, Infinite HQ. Did I? Did you? Oh, yeah. That's right. Fred I, I is. Brought you brought gumbo? Oh, okay. Gumbo's with me. Yeah. Uh, Nat 20. 20. Okay. Yeah. Um, heavy objects start falling on you out of the sky. But like Spider-Man in the first movie, I catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> you, you managed to successfully catch it all as it's all raining down on you, taking no damage. Just like stuff falling and it's like landing like on my ring finger and <laughs> yeah. right my neck. With a Whoa. Nat 20. I yeah. mean, that's Nat good. 20. It's, it's the Sailor Moon suit up yeah. scene. You're like, Can you tell Blaine is watching Sailor Moon currently? I was say like Iron Man and like all the stuff comes like. Gumbo lands on your shoulder. Yeah. Gum gum. What else? Uh, you made your jump. You dropped uh, all the stuff on uh, mud. And then I I guess I closed the distance to Kyborg. Okay. You, so you keep going down to Kyborg. Mm -hmm. I have grabby hands. And I, like, I stop. And as I stop, I slide. And all, and, and all the stuff slides. <laughs> so cool. He's trying to use, like, the momentum of his movement. Yeah. <laughs> and then just lets go of everything. And it all... Make an acrobatic check. Twenty-four. It doesn't seem like it should work, but it absolutely does. <laughs> yeah. But then he has to do a dex check. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess if you want to try to like get it all in the appropriate places, sure. Why not make a uh, actually make an acrobatics check as well, Kyborg. Okay. Oh, it's a one. Um, <laughs> you are lucky. It's your last lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna use the lucky for that. All right, re-roll that. Ugh. 13. Uh, yeah, it's not quite as graceful. A few of your objects hit you uh, and clatter to the ground. You don't take any damage. And, you know, it's not falling from above on you. But uh, It's a blow to Kyborg's ego, though, because it doesn't look as cool as mud. Not, not nearly as cool. Your items are at your feet around you in a pile. Sweet. Uh, what else, Gum Gum? Okay, so who's near me now? You're pretty close to Kyborg. Okay. And then just to the north of you is mud, and then just north beyond that is sludge. It's also a bunch of those amusiacs around us. The shrimp lady and... Seuss. How far, like, what's their proximity to each other? Well, the shrimp lady is Seuss. <laughs> Sorry, shrimp lady and sludge. sludge. Oh, gotcha. All the S names. <laughs> They're at a diagonal from each other. They're about, like, walking or as the crow flies? Uh, the third as time the we've talked about crows. Crow what is this, flies. What is this saying? As the it's crow like flies, straight. It's, it's a, a straight way to, line. Because, like, he's saying there's pedestals and stairs you gotta go up, but if you, you could just fly, that's what the reference is. Oh, yeah. okay. I've heard it before. I've never really... Like, for example, it. driving from Austin to Corpus is one distance straight as the crow flies. Uh -huh. But when you drive it, you have to go to San Antonio and then turn. Like, it's longer going that way, the way you actually okay, go. Okay, I was that Chris Pratt meme this whole time of, like, 
I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not gonna afraid. I'm going to phrase it like this. Yeah. Could I get in a position where I'm within 60 feet of both Sludge and uh, Seuss without my friends being in that kind of like 60 foot? You could, but you would have to go back to that starting position you were at before you made the jump. Okay. Well, what about just Sludge? I mean, you're within 60 feet of Sludge right now. Can I position where I get any Amnusiax as well? Amnusiax, I love that. Uh, Amnusiax. <laughs> no, because... The one that would have been there is already dead. Okay. What's she gonna do? I'm going to. Oh wait, I forgot to check how much stuff I have. How much stuff does he have? Let's play. <laughs> Let's play. Dang, I don't have a. Okay, well, first I'm gonna throw my. Uh, the last time I used my my thunder javelin of lightning, has it been a day? It's empty. I can do it. Yeah, you're my you, javelin. The, you, it's sludge. been a while since you used that. I'm throwing my javelin of lightning at Sludge and the Lady, Sue. So you hurl it and speak its command word. It transforms into a bolt of lightning forming a line five uh -huh. feet wide that extends from you to the target within 120 feet. Okay, so you basically want to line it up so that there's a straight line between you, Sludge, and Seuss uh -huh. within 120 feet. Yeah, you could do that. You have to angle around, you know, mud and kyborg a little bit to fine tune it, but you should be able to do that. Okay. Um, they both need to make DC 13 saving throws, it looks like. Mm -hmm. DC 13 dexterity saving throws. Well, I, and I have to see if I hit her, which oh, I'll, gotcha. I'll just roll for that. Yeah, yeah. go ahead and roll that. So that's a 22. Yeah, that hits. And so she'll take 8 plus my rage bonus, which is I think it went up three. They go up to 3? I think yeah. it went up to 3. So that's 11. Okay. She takes 11 plus whatever the lightning might be. So they make DC 13 saving throws. We'll do Zeus first. <laughs> that's 2. That's a failure. And then Sludge. Also a two. Also a failure. I hate you guys. Nice. Not us. Man, we're not rolling it. Right on all cylinders. <laughs> I'm just in a bubble. So they all take the lightning. What happens after, at that? Yeah, they take 4d6 lightning damage. I'll roll that. Roll damn lightning. Cacao. Uh, 16. So they each take 16 lightning damage, and she takes uh, the, 11. The 11 plus the 16. Poor old lady. We're really putting her through the ringer. What did she do to you guys? Uh, stole our stuff. Invented, <laughs> invented a brother and then took him away. <laughs> yeah, they both seem to be in a lot of pain uh, and moving uncontrollably from the electrical impulses coursing through their body. They're dancing. Sludge in particular looks even worse than he did before. How oh, this disgusting slime monster starts looking worse and worse it, it seems beyond like me. Little bits of him fall off and then like have to like reform <sighs> back into the main portion of his body. Hey. It's almost like he's falling apart and reforming before your eyes. I don't think I have anything else that can hit him because it's all physical. Okay, then uh, for my second attack, I'm just going to uh, throw my regular javelin at the old lady. At Zeus? Okay. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and make that attack roll. I'll throw a recklessly. <laughs> Watch out. I'm glad I did because I rolled a two. So that's a 21. That hits. And I'm rolling damage. So that's nine damage. Every time I see the word javelin, I think of Javier because they're like <laughs> so close in spelling. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was crazy. I did the same thing. Yeah. So, um, what's Javier doing here? Javier. Javelin's very similar to Javelina. Yeah. Like a pig or a wild pig. Uh, yeah. Your uh, javelin hits Seuss and is like sticking out of her. <laughs> That's two. Yeah. The other one also transforms <laughs> back into a regular javelin as well once it connects. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. She's got two javelins in her. <laughs> Gunshot wound. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> she got a, a nasty big bruise from that. That's my turn. All right. So then Kyborg delayed his action. So now it's Kyborg's turn. All right. A couple quick things. Uh, one, I have that cloak that 
I think I, it, we talked about it. I got it upgraded by Embezzler, but it can like send a projection of me, correct? That's something we talked the about. Cloak of many fashions. Cloak of many fashions. You can project an illusion that makes you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location, causing any creature to have disadvantage from attack rolls against you. If you take damage, the property ceases to function until it's turned. Start the next turn. If I use that, could I get out of a attack of opportunity? Because I'm trying to get away from these like booger monsters. So I don't know that it would necessarily get you out of them, but it would give them disadvantage on there. That's the whole point. Like it gives them disadvantage on any attacks Got against it. you. So it wouldn't nullify it, but it would help. Is this a uh, bonus action? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I'm going to use that then. I'm going to use the Cloak of Manifolds, Facsimile fashion. Yeah. And then I want to move towards Gum Gum because I have something okay. uh, in mind. But I. Well, let's go ahead and take care of the attacks of sure. opportunities in that case. The first one will attack at disadvantage. And you have plus one to your AC. Plus I got my armor back. So that is a 12 plus five. That's a 17. So I have an armor class of 16. But I'm also having what? Plus, plus one. Plus one. So that's 17. So, we so it hits. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it would hit. Okay. So you uh, try to dodge out of there, but one of the amnesias lashes out and actually does manage to hit you. Okay. Flame on. Was doing do? 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And uh, go ahead and make a strength saving throw. Things are finally going my way. <laughs> it's 26. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 that was that moment, Gus. Well, the other one attacked too. <laughs> AC 12. No, because you got hit and that ah. ends the effect. You guys okay. realize we're going to have to figure out how to make slime puppets now. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Jello. Like those little jello pudding cups? Just Ooh. like a lime oh. one? Oh. Did you just put uh, 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 googly eyes? eyes on them? Yes. Yeah, it's actually really funny. Yeah. 12. Well, so the second one misses. Okay. So you no longer have your cloak of manifolds effect, but you have moved out of range. Cool. All right. So I meet up with a gum gum. And then I want to line up sludge and Seuss. And then I want to use the... Oh, the, the thing that doesn't keeps going? Yeah, Piercing Arrow creates a line one foot wide and 30 foot long, and each creature in that line must make a deck saving throw of DC 11. On failure, a creature takes damage from the arrow plus 26. I guess I should ask the Seuss within 30 feet of Sludge. Sludge. Let me look. I don't think so, but let me double check. BFF, Seuss, uh, and Sludge. Yeah. Sweet. Sure, like right at the right at the edge. Okay. Well, then I'm going to make that initial attack with the Longbow Triumph. That is a 26. And who does who is that attack on? Is it on Sludge? Because the, close, the closer target or the further target? It'll be on Sludge because he's in the way. So he's gotcha. like a barrier. And then it has to go through. And then it's going to go through. Uh, I'm going to roll that damage also... That's a nine. I recognize that he is like a sludge monster and like physical damage and stuff, but someone on Twitter pointed out that I have magical arrows. You are correct. Uh, you, all of your arrows that you fire are imbued with a magical, the magical effect. A magical <laughs> Finally, effect. Twitter has done something but useful. <laughs> magic, baby. It is still piercing damage. It's just a magical arrow, correct? Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think these things take piercing damage, as we've learned but previously. It, but magic. But maybe magic. But maybe magic. Okay, so you hit Sludge and do nine points of damage to Sludge? Yes. Okay, and? and yes, I, and? Uh, yes, and, and then I activate the Seeking Arrow. Sorry, Piercing Arrow, which again creates a one foot wide and 30 foot long, creates a line one foot long and 30 foot wide. I give the Chromatic Dragon, I blew that in the pond because I want to do electric fishing. So they have to roll a deck saving throw. Both of them? Yes. Okay. This first one is 
sludge. That's a three. <laughs> this next one is Seuss. Also a three. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> yeah, I need some real dice here. <laughs> Someone's hacking. No, it's the D&D gods looking down upon us. It says on failure, a creature takes damage from the arrow plus 1d6 extra piercing damage. So do you think that Seuss takes that nine? Yes. Okay. So then Seuss takes that nine. And then I'm going to roll an additional 1d6. That is a six. Boom. 15 points Come on. Sludge begins howling in a mixture of anger and pain. Sludge slumps to the ground, his oozy form starting to shrivel and turn pale. The future is already written, mortals. I have seen it, and this isn't the end. up beneath sludge and he sinks into it as it closes around him. No. Uh, Seuss runs and dives for the portal but fails to reach it in time. As she dives, her staff hits the ground and the yellow gemstone on top breaks off, clattering to the ground. She also gets, hit, grab with grab that. Grab she also gets hit with that arrow. <laughs> yeah, Go yeah, grab yeah. the gemstone! <laughs> you hear a gasp from uh, the southern end of the room <gasps> and you see Lady Sandra waving mud over. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, isn't that where the uh, amnesia was? But more towards like the little alcove where y'all kind of entered from. Guys, I want to. I don't want to break up this like really sincere, nice moment. I have an extra attack that I want to use on Seuss. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can I use my bursting arrow or? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. While Lady Sandra's waving towards her son to come over to bursting arrow, <laughs> like the music gets all. Ha- dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I just like that in an episode where I don't think I'm being hyperbolic. I made a bubble <laughs> in two hours and finally something might happen where I get to interact with something and Kyberg's like, no! <laughs> like, I feel like like rock guitars <laughs> come Jesus. over the moment. Bursting arrow hits AC 23. Eight points of damage? Yeah, plus uh, 2d6, so that's a six and a six. Can we also make sure right before this happens, we get whoever is voicing Seuss, Elise Willems, to say, I've seen the air my ways. <laughs> no, and then Kaibo goes, the arrow of your ways, <laughs> the arrow. Uh, so 20 points of damage. Seuss is rolling around on the ground, screaming, <laughs> Go back and no. get it all. Lady Sandra stops waving mud over and uh, is staring at the carnage mouth agape and then kind of like shakes her head, <laughs> snaps back to it and begins waving at mud to come so over. Go ahead, again. Lady Sandra. I'm sorry. I'm done. What do you think of my friends? <laughs> Bart's still naked. You're also tree-ish. You've also got your barky skin. Yeah. There's just one very strategically placed branch. And some twigs. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you approach mud. No, I go over and beat up on Hold on, Mom. <laughs> no, I go over to Mom. Uh, Lady Sandra's on the ground, holding Lord Lomish in her arms, and he's beginning to stir. Uh, where am I? Oh, my Daya, you're finally awake. Don't worry, sweetheart, you're safe. Sweetheart, safe? Lady Sandra turns to Mud. His memories. Are we too late? She holds up Lord Lomish's head and leans him towards Mud. Look over here, sweetheart. See that fear bulb? You remember him, right? It's been a while, 
But you've been waiting to see him for so long. His name is Mud. He knows the song. His name is Mud. Find out what happens in the next episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Maybe Kyborg will do some more murdering. Action shirt. Action Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. This was a lot of fun. Sure. Sure. It was. I had a great time this episode. Sometimes you have cows everywhere and bugs and... <laughs> and 40 birds. Yeah. Not this episode. It's just my my arcs boss fight. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I dropped some weapons on you. You did. He caught him I real tried. cool. I put on clothes really well. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey. Well, you'll be back. Well, we'll be back next week. And you. <laughs>